it's beginning to get that ball rolling is the most difficult thing because you're in a space of maybe stuckness, maybe stagnation, maybe fear. But when you can move yourself from that zero to one, the energy begins to flow. Welcome back to another episode of Voices of the Goddess, where brilliant women come to take a break from their successful and sometimes overwhelming lives to level up, live free, and create abundance. If your hectic life has you feeling a bit lost, if you're building your career brand or business, or if you simply want to get the most out of life, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Julieta Wenzel, founder of Body and Soul PT and Soul Candy. And I'm your co-host, Graciela Laurent, professional portrait photographer specializing in boudoir and personal branding. Whether you're relaxing with a cup of coffee or running around town, we've got you. Whatever you're doing, thanks for bringing us along and sharing a laugh. Here comes the magic. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every single show we start with us talking over each other, and as soon as I'm like, okay, let me let her go first, then you're like, let me her, let her go first. <laughs> Which is great. It's not like our, it's not like it's our 200 and something episode, you know. It's okay. <laughs> oh We're my amateurs, God. amateurs here. <laughs> it, you know what? It's real, people. If there's one thing you can say about us, is that it's very, very real. This um, show is always real. <laughs> Sometimes maybe a little too real, but it's all right. I don't know. It's been a while since I've cried, so that's good. That's exciting. That's my goal um, for this episode, to make you cry. What? Don't say that. <laughs> you might have just triggered, triggered something. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know what I love? I've had this happen more than one occasion. A patient comes into my my room here, and they're like, I'm not leaving until you make me cry. <laughs> I'm like, all right, if that's what you want, okay, um, we can put that on the on the goal list. But uh, you know what? Um, I think it's important to have release and release often, and whatever that looks like for you, right? Well, I've already cried like three times today, so <laughs> that's perfect. I think that's fine. It's healthy. We will never suffer from dry eye syndrome. It'll be fabulous. Um, okay, so I decided that we're going to start today with a question. And I'm kind of, I think I might know your answer, but let's see. So the question is, if you could create a rule that everyone in the world must follow, what would it be? I already know mine. I'm, I'm ahead. I'm ahead. But what's yours? My rule is everyone must love themselves. Oh, that's a good one. I wasn't sure you were going to go there. That's a good one. Love themselves. What did you think I was going to say? Uh, well, I think we think alike, so <laughs> I think you were going to say what I was going to say, which is just be nice. Like, I think that's really like my big, just be nice. Like, just, just be nice. But, you know, if you love yourself, you are nice. So maybe you win. I don't know. There is no win or lose, but I really, and I say this all the time, that if everybody could love themselves, truly love themselves every problem that exists in the world would disappear. I agree. Because any expression of negativity out there is lack of self-love. Yeah. It, it is. And I don't know. Someone could argue with me and try and change my mind. But I, from, every, from where I sit and all the experience that I've had, 
um, it, it, it's all about self-love because when you truly love yourself, then you will also love everybody else and have kindness and compassion for everybody else. Absolutely. You know, there's a, um, old Sinead O'Connor song that talks about, um, war and conflict and things like that. And, um, one of the lines she says is like, we love our children too. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're all just in the same boat. Like we all love our families. We all love our children. Like just, just be nice, man. Just be nice. That's, that's my, as a matter of fact, I have on my fridge, um, a big giant magnet that says be nice or leave. <laughs> so I think that's one of the, I will ones. say, and you can talk to me about the, cause you know, we have that, um, we have a restaurant company in town whose logo is Be Nice. And so there's stickers everywhere. In fact, when my previous office, part of the reason I rented the office was because there was a sticker above the door that said Be Nice. But I also, on some level, Be Nice triggers me a little bit versus Be Kind. Like I, mm. I feel like there's a little bit of a distinction there mm -hmm. and that the kindness is what we really want. Like, if you can't be kind, at least be nice. At least be, I, I, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I agree. Words matter. And there's a lot of um, distinctions in each of those words, you know, um, be kind is beautiful, but yeah, if, if you can't be kind, at least be nice. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of niceness, I Should love my bring on our nice guest. I'm enjoying my segues. I just want you to know that <laughs> Dr. Tammy. Welcome to the show. show. Hey, everyone. Thank you for having me. Isn't she just a ball of sunshine? Just look at her. She's so bright and sunny and fabulous. I cannot wait to hear from you today. Aww. Thank you guys so much for inviting me. I love, love, love this podcast. And the name, just saying the name, Voices of the Goddess, it just doesn't get any better. And we're in this space where, like, contemplating... Um, a rebranding and changing the name, but there is something about the name. Like, I, I don't know if we can. <laughs> I don't know. I vote for this one. I haven't heard the new name yet, but I do like this one. <laughs> future episode, future episode. <laughs> so, but Dr. Tammy, will you please introduce yourself to our audience and tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do and, and what keeps you passionate about what you do? Yeah, sure, sure. First, I want to thank you guys for having me here. Oopsie. You okay, Julieta? No. Uh-oh. That was probably her tea. We'll keep going. Let it roll. Let it roll. Um, I want to thank uh, you guys for inviting me just to have these beautiful conversations. I love your podcast. I've listened to a whole ton of them, and I'm just so happy to be here. I invited a lot of friends to show up, so they might come on live. I think I see, oh, Corinne and Myra, you guys are here. Thank you. Thank you for all the hearts. I'd love to have you in these conversations. So just message. Uh, we see your chat. So just message if you have any any feedback or any thoughts. Um, so I am Dr. Tammy Fairman, and I worked for over 20 years as a plastic and reconstructive surgeon, actually as a holistic surgeon, which is very unique because I really had a mind-body-spirit approach. So to bring forth the approach, you okay, Julieta? You're back. I'm okay. okay. <laughs> uh, a little wet? <laughs> a, a little wet. And that was like, because it was a hot cup of tea. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. We might have to take a couple of deep breaths just to release the scalding burn. <laughs> <laughs> 
Luckily, I don't think it was that hot. I don't think I'm burnt, but... Um, well, thank goodness. Okay. Luckily, well, you have a plastic surgeon here if you need it, so I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, I see Alina, too. Hi, Alina. Thank you for being here. We see you guys on the chat. So I worked as a holistic plastic surgeon for over 20 years, and this has been my passion. I've wanted to become a surgeon since I was eight, eight and a half years old. And so it was really kind of a, a, a simple path for me, not easy, but simple in the sense that there aren't too many ways to become a surgeon. It's, it's a pretty concrete uh, path. And since I worked holistically, uh, aligning body, mind, and spirit, I created a wellness center. So I created a holistic spine wellness center through which we had many different classes and, and wellness events. I brought in Ayurvedic cooking, Ayurveda. Oh, Justin is here. Hi. I'm sorry, guys. The chat pops up and all of a sudden I see people. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Um, so we had an incredible uh, wellness center and then boom, COVID hit and it was life-changing as it was for the whole world, uh, for me as well. I was home with my five kids. They were all home. So I was doing a lot of cooking and a lot of eating <laughs> and a lot of thinking and feeling. And I started asking myself the difficult question of what do I want? And I invite each of you to do the same. It's a very deep question and a very deep contemplation just to sit with this self-inquiry of what do I really want right now? Not when I was eight years old, but right now at this time in my life. And I realized that what I was really loving about my work at that time, post-COVID, was the deep connections that I was having and creating with my beautiful, beautiful patients uh, of over 20 years. And so I realized that I was able to continue the work that I'm doing by putting down the scalpel, putting down the needles, and just being able to continue the connections, I was already working as a mentor, coach, consultant um, through my wellness center. And so this just became a continuum of the work that I was doing, putting down the scalpel and becoming a soul surgeon now. That's what I like to call it. So um, really, the work that I'm doing is transformational life coaching, consulting, Sometimes it's mentoring, sometimes it's advising, you know, it's kind of a big uh, umbrella title. And uh, I do it virtually. And I also go into spaces. So if someone would like me to come uh, into their home or we meet in an office or I also guide um, offices. So staff, you know, a lot of offices, whether it's doctor's offices or other businesses are just very burnt out. And so I support the staff in coming together collectively and really grounding and coming back to themselves. So I know that was a mouthful. In a nutshell, it's all about living our authentic lives from an authentic space, which is what you beautiful women are all about. That's why I love this, uh, this platform that you've created. And um, doing it, meaning coming back to our authenticity and finding that authentic voice through mindfulness, present moment awareness, and constant coming back to now, 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 now. <laughs> so I love, I love that so much. And, you know, you're speaking our language with authenticity. You know, we constantly talk about how misalignment and not feeling good and not achieving the things you want to achieve. It's all grounded in authenticity for me, right? Julieta always, um, like she was saying earlier, it's about self-love. And I think those things are just so closely intertwined. 
Um, and it's beautiful to see your journey uh, with and without a scalpel, but like that transition that you made, um, how exciting is that? Have you had your clients um, go through both experiences? Are people taking the double Dr. Tammy experience? <laughs> I love it. It's like a double scoop. <laughs> I love it. I'm all for double scoops. I'm a, a little uh, ice cream uh, fanatic. Um, yes, I have a lot of um, patients of mine that worked with me throughout my surgical practice and my wellness center who now have transitioned into becoming transformational life coaching clients. And it's really interesting because years before I ever thought about leaving my practice or doing anything like this way pre-COVID, I was always talking about creating a transformational journey, a transformational experience for my clientele, my patients. As a, as a physician, it wasn't about chop, chop, come in, let's do your this procedure or that procedure. It was truly about taking them through a transformational journey of mind, body, and spirit and even my motto, my, my little tagline for my office was um, beauty redefined, inner and outer beauty and wellness. So it's really interesting because it feels like this is just such a natural progression, even though, by the way, I could never have envisioned this. If you told me this, you know, <laughs> 10 years ago, I would have said, what are you talking about? I'm a surgeon. This is, you know, I, this is what I do, you know, with my, with my little tools. I would not have been able to imagine this. So it, it took a lot of um, courage, a lot of tears, a lot of sitting there and really saying, oh my gosh, is my ego ready to drop this very big identification with this role that I've played for so long? You know, it's almost like chopping off a limb. I mean, it's, it's, it's really a part of who we become, whatever identity we take on in work or in personal life, wife, mother, whatever it is. So, yeah, so it just is, uh, it, it's truly a continuum of what I was doing, that uh, inner and outer beauty and wellness. It's more inner now. You know, before it was, it was both, but the focus was outer and then bringing patients in. And now what I'm doing is really starting with the in and then bringing that themselves, their authentic self out into this world. So it's, it's really my passion. It's, it's not work. I call it life play. This is life play that I do. I love that. And I um, just last week was having a conversation with one of my clients who she's, you know, she's a 10 out of 10, maybe an 11 out of 10. Like when you look at women on our, you know, what our current society labels as beautiful, like she, she was gifted everything in this world of physical beauty. But this woman is intelligent and successful and caring. And I saw her like doubting herself because of something that she labeled as not being beautiful. And I'm like, how can you like limit yourself because of this thing that probably nobody else sees except for you. And, you know, like you're giving your power away there. Like that thing is not who you are, your heart and your mind and, and your spirit. That's who you are. And that is all perfect. So stop doubting yourself. You know, it's so, so powerful what you're bringing up. And you can imagine in 20 plus years of working as a plastic and reconstructive surgeon, you can imagine the stories that I've seen and the, and the complaints and the concerns that I've heard from, from women starting from women who are literally working as models looking to so clearly the industry approves of whatever that standard is that they're looking for 
So they're coming in, you know, looking, you know, all Jennifer Lopez-y and finding okay, some kind of uh, uh, defect or fault or something that they're fixating on. And um, it has nothing to do with the root of what they're feeling. They're simply fixating on something extrinsic, which is not true to who they are. But, you know, if we put all of our focus on the physical body, it's really an unfortunate circumstance because we're missing out on a huge part of life, which is that deeper connection, which is that, that inner soul connection within and without to, in terms of other people. You're reminding me now, I also had a bunch of patients, women that literally could not look at themselves in the mirror. You know, one of the first things that I would do as a surgeon, when somebody came in with some kind of concern or complaint, I would either take a handheld mirror to show them if we're talking about facial aesthetics or come look at my huge full body mirror where you can't hide a thing that that's a little scarier, but we had to do it. <laughs> and there were women who just would say, you do whatever you want. I, I can't look at myself. And obviously I didn't take their recommendation. That was an invitation to a deeper conversation. And that's when I realized after years of this, that really my place right now in my life and in other people's lives is really engaging and diving into these deeper conversations and looking at the root of what's going on rather than fixating at distractions. At the end of the day, it really is just distraction. If I have a little cellulite dimple in my thigh or my belly skin is a little looser, I mean, listen, I birthed five kids, one after the other, no, no twins, no freebies. So, you know, things ain't as tight as they used to be girls, <laughs> you know, and that's okay. But if all my life energy and all my life focus is going towards that little bit of extra skin or that cellulite, I may get really, really stuck. Now I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Botox. I'm a fan of, you know, feeling good uh, in terms of your physical body. I did a lot of reconstructions, patients who lost a hundred, 200, 350 pounds and clearly needed to feel good again in their bodies. You know, they, they, they've gone through such a transformation. So the surgeries and the injectables, they definitely all have a place. All I'm saying is if that's our primary focus, we're really missing out on a whole other realm of life that is available to us. And for me is much more deeply enriching. I, you know, I um, resonate so much with everything that you're saying. And I think this is why I was so adamant about getting you on the podcast, because um, my industry is um, from outward appearances based in the physical, right? Just like plastic surgery. It, from outside, it looks like it's just about how you look. And my tagline is, I take pictures of who you are, not what you look like. Because um, I, I think that, you know, for me, for my clients, the physical experience is really just an affirmation of something that my clients suspect that they have or that they are. Like, I think I'm beautiful. I think I could do this. I think I look okay. But they kind of just want to be sure. And so... I, every time I do a, a photo shoot and I, I always present the pictures with no editing whatsoever, just literally straight out of the camera, you know, minor adjustments for anything, the camera, whatever, like lighting wise. But, you know, that's that's it. I, I don't change people's bodies. I don't smooth skin. I don't whiten teeth. I don't do anything until you see your picture for yourself. And I will tell you that the vast majority of my clients are in complete disbelief. There's a complete disconnect between how they see themselves with their mind's eye 
and how they see themselves with their eyes. And it's completely different. You know, I had a client the other day, absolutely just an incredible survivor in every way of that word. And she's sitting there looking at her pictures on the screen. She's crying. And she says, I can't believe that that's me. And I'm looking at her and, and I'm like, sweetheart, I don't know how to tell you this, but you look as you sit here in front of me right now, you look exactly how you look on that screen. It's not a screen. It's a mirror. Like you literally, your makeup, your hair, your presence, it's exactly what's on the screen right now. And she just couldn't make that connection. She's like, oh no, I'm having a terrible hair day. My makeup is terrible. And I'm like, that's not my experience of you. So I understand that. And believe me, I do this to myself too, right? Like Juliet always laughs at me because as I'm doing these, these podcasts, I'm always checking my hair. <laughs> and she's like, you have fabulous hair. Stop touching it, you know? <laughs> so I get it, right? I, I do the same thing. Um, but you're right. It's such an important layer. And, and I think that what you did and what I do is that um, just opening that door to that much deeper conversation. So I, I applaud you for stepping into that next level because I, I think it's so, so important to marry these two things, you know? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you for the work you're doing. It's extremely, extremely important. I think one of the hardest things that we, uh, as women, especially as people in general, but of course, you know, I have a very high uh, women clientele. I love my women. And um, I think one of the hardest things is to really take full responsibility and ownership of our mind, our body, our thoughts, our feelings, our actions in our lives, and to really take ownership of what we've created. So when we see a discord in how we think of ourselves and then how things truly are, we get to really look at that and begin to own it. And that's the beginning of the steps of walking towards our authentic selves and our authentic voice. You know, I work with a lot of young doctors uh, that are just starting on the path, women doctors, and it's rough. You know, it's hard for them. They're juggling, as I did, many, many different roles, mother, wife, you know, house uh, manager, home manager, office manager, colleague, doctor. And they are really feeling challenged to be their authentic, true selves in all of these roles. So they behave a certain way in one space and then another way in the other space. And I love when I, when I show it to them and I bring them the question, would you like to be yourself, your true authentic self in all the spaces in your life? And they just are like deer in the headlights. Like, oh, That's an option. I didn't know that was like one of the, you know, check the box kind of thing. I thought I really needed to compartmentalize. And I did do that in my own life. So the beautiful thing is that life teaches and teaches and teaches by direct experience. So when we can come in with a shared experience, you know, like you guys are doing in having these conversations in your studio, by creating groups and meetings and in having these podcasts, we get to really have different options and realize, oh, wait a minute, you mean I'm not living that way? I'm not actually fully authentic and truthful in all the spaces in my life. I'm making myself either smaller or constricted or just different to accommodate whatever it is I think somebody else's version of me looks like. Wow, that's a big aha moment, as Oprah says, you know, quite eye-opening and transformative, life-changing. Um, I'm curious, 
what limiting beliefs did you have to let go of to make this transformation from this career as a plastic surgeon to where you are now? Yeah, that's a great question. That's a big jump. <laughs> Thank you. You know, it's funny because I say it's a big jump without a doubt from literally, you know, the day-to-day -day work I was doing before. And at the same time, it's just a natural continuum. You know, it's just dropping the prefixes of what kind of surgeon I was to now being this soul surgeon. You know, I love that. Um, but uh, self-limiting beliefs are just such an important conversation because we live our lives from this program that is running in the background that we're not even aware of, that is the, 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 the core of these self-limiting beliefs. So my own self-limiting beliefs definitely came into play. It took me a little over a year to actually leave uh, the practice, to close and to, to share with everybody and, you know, put it on, uh, I put it out on, on social media and on my pages and I got all these calls. Are you okay? Are you, are you sick? Are you, are you leaving? Are you moving? So I, I ended up making, if you look at my Instagram, it's uh, Dr. Tammy Fairman, Dr. Tammy Fairman. It's very funny. If you look back to uh, a couple of years ago when I closed my practice, I made a video answering all the questions. So I said, hi, everybody. Thank you for your concern. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I'm not getting married. I'm not moving or leaving you know, the country. Um, I'm not sick or having an issue. I'm simply choosing to step into my truth. And everyone's like, what do you it, mean? This are. You're in this body. Yeah, I love what you're doing. I love this for you. And I was like, well, but it's no longer the fullest, truest expression of me. So that was a funny video. Then I got all the calls like, you're so funny. Of course, we didn't think you were pregnant. <laughs> I was like, you know, you have five kids. When are you going to go get pregnant again? But, <laughs> but I think that's an important distinction, you know, to allow the definition of what is your authentic self to evolve, you know, um, becoming inauthentic is an insidious process. You don't even realize it's happening. All of a sudden you look around one day and you're like, wait a minute, what was I doing again? Like, why am I here? You know? Um, so I think checking in with yourself and I think part of that checking in with yourself is being in your community and being with your tribe and your people and, um, you know, people that know you and see you really see you for who you are, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yes to everything you said. We are marinating in inauthenticity. The bowl of life is literally inauthenticity. And just to add to what you were uh, sharing, which I agree with, to be with your tribe, maybe even more importantly than that, to actually take the time and space to pause and be with yourself. You know, I, I really rarely will say I'm by myself. I say I'm with myself mm. because I don't want to defer to anybody else's definition, version of vision of me. I need to find out for myself. That is, that's why I'm here. Why am I here otherwise? To live out somebody else's, you know, you should this or that. Mm -mm. Been there, done that, done with that. That, that That's a bold, old story, you know? So I think- and, and that's a different crowd. You know what I mean? Like, like with Julietta and I, you know, Julietta will um, approach me over these past couple of years and she's like, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? And I'm like, go for it, do it. You know, like, love it. Because I, I know that, you know, when, when, and I do the same part to, you know, I ask her the same questions and really what we're looking for is just like, 
check me. Am I crazy? Like, no, you're not crazy. You're great. You know, like you're fine. We're all fine. We're just evolving and changing and moving. And I agree with you that it's so important to, to have that reciprocity of wanting to be seen. At the end of the day, we want to be loved. We want to feel love and we want to be seen. We want to just simply be seen for who we are. Whatever that is, it doesn't have to be your version of who I need to be, just to be seen. And just to jump back to the, to the self-limiting beliefs, because I love that question. It's such an important one. I was challenged with making a decision to make this big shift. You know, uh, My self-limiting belief was you get a career and this is what you do and then you retire. I was not of the generation. Maybe the younger kids are now like my children who are in their 20s. They are more fluid and more flowing with that. In my generation, it was more about you study, you create a career. Fortunately, I knew what I wanted to do. So in that respect, it wasn't too difficult for me. And I loved what I did. But it's, um, you know, again, I didn't know there was an option. So start thinking about what other options are there? What are, what are the versions of me who are more true and authentic to myself? That's that. Um, so Graciela and I are both huge readers and so we're creating a goddess library and we are curious to know what book do you think every goddess should read that we should add to our library? One, just one. I mean, I'm a, a I know, I know it's hard, but (laughs) this is the question with the most, uh, resistance. I have so much resistance. It's like not fair. It's like choosing your favorite child. It's just, don't (laughs) let me say it. (laughs) Well, um, they're on par, so I'm going to say two. I can't be, I, I can't be uh, choosing. You're allowed. You're allowed. But yay! And I and I really think there's so much value, and and very likely you've heard of these books, or you you dove into them yourselves, or even recommended them. So the first one I would say um, for someone who is beginning to enter this path, or maybe is already even on the path, but wants a little bit more clarity. I think that The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer is just such a way to begin. I have given this book and the PDF copy to all my children, to my five kids. I think after the age of maybe 12, it's a, it's a holiday gift. <laughs> Put it in their, in their stocking or wherever it got under their pillow. Um, it's, it's a game changer uh, because you begin to understand that you're living with this roommate in your head, as Michael Singer calls it so beautifully. And you get to begin to develop this sense of the witness and that witnessing awareness. And you can begin to cultivate a loving, kind, witnessing consciousness of your life experience. And that's where, Julietta, like you said, self-love is so important. That's when we begin. If we can't witness our own experience and witness and assess our own thoughts and feel what we're feeling, self-love is just not, it's too alien. It's too alien. So um, so that's the first one. That's a really incredible book. And by the way, it's a small little thing. I don't remember 80 or 100 pages. It's really, it's like a quick weekend read and you can read it over and over again. So that's one. The other one is another very powerful book that changed my life years ago when I read it. And I still will go back and reread it. Also not a huge book, easy to get through. My beloved Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now. Because a lot of what I do, a lot of the tools that I base the uh, work that I that I work in or play in the arena uh, is present moment awareness. It's presencing. So the word presencing has the word 
sensing inside of it. So creating present moment awareness by using different mindfulness tools, mindfulness of our mind, our thoughts, mindfulness of our feelings, emotions, mindfulness of our words, our actions. Um, Eckhart Tolle and The Power of Now. Oh, Myra, yeah, the book is The Power of Now. Um, and we can type it in the chat later. Or I can send it to you by Eckhart Tolle and The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Easily found anywhere. Actually, there are free PDFs if you are one who likes to read online. Yeah, I always keep one on my phone because I will go back to it. Um, but I also have the hard copies. Up. I love old school. So yeah, knowing and noticing that we're living mostly outside of the now, outside of the present moment. We're constantly ruminating about the past, regrets and memories and blah, blah, blah. And then worrying about the future, right? We're missing life. We're missing life as it is right here, right now. So I think Eckhart does an incredible job in, uh, in bringing us to that awareness. Yeah, those are my two. What do you guys think? <laughs> Love both of those books. They're... Um... And again, like sometimes I laugh like uh, uh, A Course in Miracles. Could you have thinner pages with smaller words? <laughs> when am I ever going to possibly read this? And there are a lot of, of books out there that are they're just so much and it's hard to even think about getting through it. But both of these books, like you said, they're an easy weekend read. They're written in language that's easier to understand, and and it, they're fun to read too. It's not yeah. like sometimes too the spiritual books can be a little bit heavy, and um, you know, so great books, and especially for people that are um, if you're new on the path, they are a great place to start, and they are the kind of book that you read them the first time and it hits you at one level, and then you read it again and you get to another level and. You know, there's always layers to um, to the levels of our our soul and our understanding of how this world functions, and so and honestly, fun to discuss. Like, I know it's super nerdy, but man, let's get together and let's talk about it. Like, I'm in. Right? I'm in. Number one nerd. I'm in. Right. Count me in. Let's pick a couple chapters and dive in. We can do it here. We can do it in person. Do a Little cacao ceremony book club. Uh, there you fine. go. There you go. I'm in. Just give me Dr. the date. Tammy, speak in our language. Love it. <laughs> oh, oh, a cacao fueled book club. That does sound divine, doesn't it? It's coming. So oh, here we wrote things, and then I don't think I put them up. So oh. there's one, and there's the other. Um, yeah, and we talk about this, you know, uh, we used to have a book club. We'd do an, a different book every month and um, it became a, a bit of a, of a time burden. So we took it away, but we have talked multiple times about do we bring it back or not. So maybe this is a sign. <laughs> maybe this is a sign. Um, we are pushing the envelope on the timing of the episode because this is so <laughs> juicy. I know. I want to talk for like another 30 minutes at least. Um, but I just wanted to give you the opportunity. I know, um, you've already gifted us with so much, but what is one final, um, nugget that you'd like to leave our audience with one piece of advice, a delicious memory. What would you like to share? Hmm. There's so much, you know, um, thank you for that question. Just as you ask it, I'm feeling just 
Well, and you guys need to know that Dr. Tammy does these mindful moments. Um, so you do this every day. You do mindful moments every day for us. I do. I do. I started doing that a few months ago. And it's really a commitment uh, daily to get on and post 90 second reels because that's what Instagram and Facebook allow. And I kind of love it because it's these very powerful nuggets, you know, so it makes me really sit and become very present with what is the message? What is my intention here? And I think one of the things that I'll share in this moment is that, um, you know, when you have a log that is just starting to burn and you have this gorgeous fireplace, like in uh, North Carolina, I have one of my kids up there. It's kind of getting, starting to get cool and they put the, you know, the fireplaces on so cozy and you take that log that's just starting to burn and you put it close to all the other logs that are already burning, it will expedite that log heating up and burning and expressing itself. And even when you remove that first log away from the ones that have been burning, it's now going to continue to burn more intensely. So I guess this metaphor I love to use in reminding people and inviting people to become engaged in the transformational life coaching, consulting, advising, mentoring process. Because often we think, oh, you know, I'm going to read these books, which are wonderful. Like I said, I'm a bookaholic for sure. And they are wonderful adjuncts, but there is nothing to replace the one-on-one -on -one interrelational space where we open our hearts and create this open-hearted coherence of sharing the healing with each other in that space. It's, it's un, unsurpassable and, um, you know, it's, it, there's no comparison really. It's like that log, joining the log that's already on the path and just supporting each other. It expedites as a catalyst um, like no other. So I just invite people to have the courage, to have the curiosity, just to explore to create a, you know, I offer complimentary consultations. There's no commitment, just coming on, sitting, beginning a conversation and just checking in with yourself. Is this something that I'd like to dive into deepening your life experience? So, thank you so much. I would much. say one plus one should always equal more than two. Indeed. And going to math, zero to one <laughs> is the hardest step because you're going from nothing to something. It's beginning to get that ball rolling is the most difficult thing because you're in a space of maybe stuckness, maybe stagnation, maybe fear. But when you can move yourself from that zero to one, the energy begins to flow. So get curious, begin to explore yourself, find somebody that works for you. If it's not me or one of you guys, somebody else, it doesn't matter. It's about gifting yourself that opportunity to really explore who you are in this life. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Tammy. It has been wonderful having you on the show. And like Graciela said, I suspect we could have been talking here for hours. Easily. <laughs> There's more to come, I'm sure. Stay tuned. And if you want to continue the conversation, you can also join us in our Circle of Goddesses Facebook group. Uh, Dr. Tammy will be there. We'll be there. And um, if there's more you'd like to know about, that's a great place to start. Thank you both so much for the work that you're doing. This is truly important, life-changing work. And thank you for being on my path. Thank you. Thank you. Great thank you so day, everyone. Much. Thank you to our listeners. Have a magical day, everyone.
Thanks for joining us today and keeping us in the top 10% of podcasts in the world. Ask us how you can promote your business on this podcast as a sponsor. And make sure you check out the show notes for details on how to get in touch with Julieta, Graciela, or today's special guest. We're sending you lots of love and gratitude. Have a magical day.